Welcome to Blessed City Church Podcast at BTC. We're engaged to connecting people to God, His church, and their purpose. Thank you for joining us. Hope this message encourages you, inspires you, and builds your faith. Prepare your heart to hear a word from God. Let's open our Bibles to Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 34. Let's start reading the word. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. Pwede bang type mo sa comment section right now? They're listening. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prisons were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. Because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. You and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him. And to all the others in this, in his house, at that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately, he and all his households were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. You know, I love that last part of this verse. Because I've been on he and his whole household. You know God's plans for you? You know God's destiny for your life? It's not just for your salvation, but for your whole family. Amen? Your children and your children's children and their children's children's children. That's God's plan. God doesn't just want to bless you, but He wants to bless the generations that will come after you. That's how big and that's how uh, wide God's plans and promises are for you. God's plans for your life is bigger than yourself. Amen? And when you follow Jesus, I want you to believe this and understand this right now. That you are following Jesus right now. Maybe you're saying, Ang hirap, nakakapagod, nakakastress, ang dami kong kailangan pang isipin. You know, sometimes when you are experiencing problems and, and tribulations and persecution, the first thing that comes out, the first thing that you uh, let go is your followership with Jesus, your belief in Jesus, your faith in Jesus. But let me tell you this, your faith right now, you following Jesus is not just for yourself, but you are following Jesus for your children and your children's children, and your children's children's children. So I want you to... Uh, I want you to put this in your mind right now. Kahit kahirap in following Jesus in this pandemic, you need to do it not just for yourself, but you need to do it for your family, for your children. Maybe you want to let go, you want to stop following Jesus, obeying Jesus. Sinurito mga magulang right now. You understand what I'm saying? Ngayon pandemic, kahit gano'ng kahirap, kahit gano'ng kadaming problema, but still, you choose to fight. You choose to 
keep on working kahit gaano kahirap. You need to keep on struggling. Why? For your family. Paano yung family ko? Exactly. Paano yung family mo? If you want to let go of Jesus Christ, paano na yung family mo? If you go to stop obeying Jesus Christ, paano na yung family mo? So you need to follow not just for yourself, but also for your family, for the next generation. You know, I can stand here in front of you right now saying all of these things, professing my faith. You know why? Because my grandfather and my grandfather's father believed in Jesus Christ and I am a product of their faith. I am my grandfather's legacy, not just by name, but also by faith. Amen? So, if you're thinking right now, if you want to still follow Jesus Christ, let me tell you this, follow Jesus Christ not just for yourself, but also for your family. God has big plans for your life, and that's how, how grand, how uh, endless God's plan is for you. It doesn't just stop with you. Hindi po yung parang isang lease ng kotse na kapag you stop paying, and then that's it. You promise the Lord, tapos na. No. Hindi yung parang bahay na after just 50, 50 years, wala na. Sayang lang. Hindi yung parang sasakyan after 7 years, Ipagbibili mo din. Ibebenta mo din. No. God's promise still stands. It will stand throughout generation. This is God's promise that if you just believe, you and your household will be saved. Come on, receive the promise right now. You say right now in Jesus' name that I'm believing for my family. I'm believing for my children and their children's children. I'm believing that my family, 100 years from now, 200 years from now, will be saved. Come on, give God the best laugh for that. God has big plans for you. Not just for you, but your future and your children's future. Maybe you're thinking, yeah, that's as if I will be able to get through 2020 alive. Or maybe, yeah, that's as if I'm going through this pandemic alive. We're experiencing this, this storm, one of the biggest and strongest storms in the world for 2020. Grabe naman. You know, last week, we talked about community. We said that you can only go through this, this, this crisis or any crisis now and in the future if only you have a community around you. That's what we call the power of community. You, will, you can survive. You can thrive. Why? Because you have community. But not just any community, but a community with Jesus in it. Only a community with Jesus in it. Maybe you're saying, yeah, I have community, I have family, I have my friends, but yeah. But those, are those friends, do, do they have Jesus? Are you talking about Jesus? Are you following Jesus as, as, as a barkada? Or you're just there kapag masaya ang buhay? Kapag may inuman? Pero kapag wala ng pera, see you. Next mo na lang ako pag bagong sweldo ka. Come on. The community that you need, it's a community with Jesus in it. What am I saying? That you can only go through crisis, pandemic, storms through Jesus Christ. The only way that you're going to get through this pandemic is with Jesus Christ. Through the grace of Jesus Christ. Not through anyone else. Not, not, not through your bank account. Not on your, uh, not your job or your business. Not anything else. Not any relationships in this world. But only through Jesus Christ. You can get through this crisis 
through Jesus Christ. Come on, you believe that? Sabi sa 1 John 4, 4, Because greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. If you have Jesus in your heart right now, in your life right now, actively having a relationship with Him, you know what? You will get through this. Could you please type it in the comment section right now? I'm going to get through to the other side. Come on, you're going to get through to the other side. Maybe you're going through something big right now, something dark, something, you know, na talagang nakakapagpahina sa'yo. Maybe you're going through something big right now, but you need to understand that your God is bigger than any problems you will ever face. That your God is bigger than this pandemic. That your God is bigger than, than COVID-19. That your God is bigger than any financial problems that you are facing right now. Understand and believe that your God is bigger than any problem that you will ever face. Your God is always good. Your God will always love you. Your God is always with you. Come on, give God the best love for that. And before we, before we continue, we need to pray and ask God's guidance that God will open up our hearts and our minds that we will have this fresh revelation. Come on, let's pray. Lord, salamat for this day. Thank you, God, for this moment that you have given us, Lord. And thank you, Lord, for all the things that we are going through. We believe, God, that all these things are only there para magpampalasamit, Panginoon. That if we would just get through this, that our faith will be stronger like never before, God. And Lord, we know and we believe, Lord, that it's only through you that we will get through this pandemic, that we will get through this storm, that we will get through any problems that we are facing right now. Only through you, Jesus Christ. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Come on again, church at home, would you please give God the best love offering? You know, I, I love this, this saying, itong katagang nakita ko. Sabi ito, God never promised us an easy journey, but He did promise us a safe arrival. God never promised us an easy journey. In this world, there will always be trials. There will always be problems. There will always be pandemics. It's not the first and the only pandemic in this world. Sabi nila that every century, every hundred years, we are facing uh, a pandemic. We will always face pandemic. We will always face problems. We will always face injustice, inequality, viruses. We will always face hardship. And in this lifetime, you will always experience pain. Jesus never said that if you follow me, you will never experience all those things. He never promised that you will, be, um, you will have a safe journey. But God did promise that you will have a safe arrival. God says that if you continue following me, that if you just keep on believing in me, that if you would just keep on putting your faith in me, on your next life, you will, you will have uh, experience heaven. There you go. Yes, pupunta ka ng heaven. Pero right now, you're still in a hurt. This in, the, in this earth, you will still experience pain problems. Hardship, trials, tribulations, um, crisis, pandemics. You will go through a lot of things here on earth. And you need to learn how to follow Jesus Christ through the pain. You need to learn how to obey Jesus Christ even in the pandemic. You need to learn how to worship and praise God in the midst of pain. Amen? 
Because sabi sa verse na binabasa nito sa story na binabasa natin, which I really love yung story na to. Before I did not, you know, see anything special about it that God just rescued Silas and Paul. But there is something deeper to it. Let's let's go back there. Sabi ron about midnight. Would you please type in the comment section right now? Sabi mo about midnight. About midnight, Paul and Silas was praying and singing hymns to God. What does that mean? Senyorita, nagbibidyo kayo kakapag alas 12 ng gabi. Meron na yata ang bagong uh, ano ngayon, di ba? Uh, ordinance. Especially in Metro Manila na bawal kang magbidyo kayo kapag lumagpas ka doon sa time na to. Right? What does this mean? When, when about midnight, Paul and Silas was praying and singing hymns. What is the significance of this of this verse? When they shouldn't be praising, when they shouldn't be worshiping, you know what they were doing? They were praising. They were worshiping. Maybe the world is telling you right now, Hello, pandemic ngayon. Why are you still worshiping? Hello, pandemic ngayon. Why are you, why are you still praying? You need to be surviving. Why are you still tuning in to streaming? Why are you still serving? Why are you still following? Why are you still giving and, and giving tithes? Why are you still offering to God? Hello, pandemic ngayon. You know why? Let me tell you why. Because when the world is saying you shouldn't, that's when you know that you really need to. When the world is saying, no, stop worshiping. Stop worrying about, start worrying about your life, about your family. When you hear that, when the world is telling you that, when you yourself, you're hearing that, you know what? You need to praise God the loudest. You need to keep on worshiping. Because when the world is saying you shouldn't, that's when you know that you really need to. What are you doing at midnight? Anong ginagawa mo kapag midnight? Itong si Paul and si Silas, they were in their jail cell. They weren't in their house. They weren't in their bedrooms preparing to go to sleep. They were in their jail cell. Hakulong sila. A victim of injustice. Kahit na wala silang ginawa, kinulong sila doon. And yet, they are still choosing their faith. They still chose to pray. They still chose to praise. Let me tell you, don't let your circumstance determine your faith. But let your faith determine your circumstance. Come on, let me say it again for the church at home. Don't let your circumstance determine your faith. Let your faith determine your circumstance. Amen? amen? Come on, church at home, would you give me a loud shout of amen? Amen! If you don't amen, we'll find a better uh, replacement for you next week. <laughs> You're here to listen to God's word. Amen. You're blessed to be hearing this right now. Don't be defined by your circumstance. Don't be defined your, by your jail cell, by whatever it is that is happening around you. Don't let your circumstance define your faith, but let your faith determine your circumstances. Amen. Your God is bigger than this. That is why at midnight, at the midnight hour, I will be praying and praising my God. What are you doing at midnight? What are you doing in the midst of your problems, in the midst of pandemic? Nagre-reklamo ka ba? Why are you praying? Nag-worry ka ba? Who are you worshipping? Let me tell you why you need to worship in the midst of your problems, in the midst of the storm. 
Let's go back doon sa verse. Verse 25. Sabi ron, About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the other prisoners were listening to them. The other prisoners were listening. Somebody is listening to you. Somebody is listening to your praises. Somebody is listening to your worries. Somebody is listening to your worship. Somebody is listening to you. Could you please type it in the comment section right now? Somebody is listening. Your kids are listening. Your family is listening. Your friends are watching you on social media. You never know who is listening to you. Amen? People will always be talking about you because there's something about you. They're seeing you right now. And they're listening. They're watching every step that you take. They're listening to every post that you are posting. They're listening and watching to every actions that you are taking. People will always be talking about something. Tama ba? Kaya uso-uso ngayon, di ba? Yung mga talk show, yung mga chismis show. Because everybody's looking for something to talk about. Facebook right now, social media. They're scrolling and scrolling and scrolling because they're always looking for something to talk about. They're looking for something to talk about you. Amen? Let's give them something to talk about. Amen? Let's give them something to really talk about. Something worthwhile. Itong si Paul tsaka si Silas, they were worshiping. They had faith. They had a testimony. God's presence was there. And if they are listening to us, let them hear the testimony of your faith. Let them hear the testimony of your hope, of your love, of your encouragement, of your community. Let's give them something to talk about. Amen? Don't let this problem shut you out. Don't let, let this storm quiet you down. Amen? You need to shout. You need to let your actions speak louder than before. Itong si Paul si Silas at midnight, they were in their jail cell where they're complaining, where they're criticizing, where they're gossiping. No, they weren't. They were praying and singing hymns to God. And all the prisoners were listening. You never know who was listening to your faith. Your family, in your workplaces, they're listening to your honesty. They're watching your kindness. Maybe your neighbor. They're watching how you treat your spouse, your husband, your wife, your family, and your children. People are listening. People are watching. Do you know what Paul and Silas was doing? They were worshiping at midnight when they shouldn't be worshiping. Amen? Let's continue reading on verse 26. But on suddenly, suddenly, could you please type it in the comment section right now? Suddenly, sometimes that's how God works. Suddenly, biglaan. Suddenly, there was a, such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prisons were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. You know, your worship isn't just for your freedom. You know, the first time that I was reading this, I was very selfish. Maybe that's what you're seeing as well. Now, their worship freed them. Wow, hallelujah. So when I'm in my in my crisis, when I'm in my prison jails and my prison cell, all I have to do is just worship God and just sing and praise and, and pray. And I believe that God will shake the earth and I will be free. 
You know what? Your worship isn't just for your freedom. It's for somebody else's freedom. Sabiron, at once all the prison doors, hindi la po kay Paul at kay Silas, but all of the prison doors, those who were wa- watching and listening to Paul and Silas worship and pray, all their doors flew open and everyone's chains came loose. Everyone's chains came loose. Those who are watching and listening to you worship and pray, amen? You know, I believe that God will set them free because of your worship, because of your praise. The question is this. Was it about the volume of their praise? Was it because they sang and praised loud? Was it because they were praying in such a manner na parang talagang todo iyak sila, todo emote sila? Was it the volume of their praise that shook the earth? Or was it the conviction of their praise? You know, God is not looking for loud people. God is not looking for loud people. God is not looking at the volume of your worship. He is looking at the conviction of your worship. And when we say conviction, your faith. When we are saying, great is your faithfulness. Sometimes we just shout it out loud, but your heart is crying, no, Lord, I'm not seeing it. But no, even if you shout the words, but your heart is not in it, God cannot hear your praise. God sees. He's looking at your heart. Amen. That's why we always say that it's not about how big you give. Maybe you're giving one million dollars or pesos. One dollars enough. But you're, you're, God is blessing you with hundred million. What is one million? It's not about how big you get or how big you give. It's about your heart. It's not about how loud you praise. It's about the conviction of your heart. We call this the even if kind of worship. You know, see Paul and see Silas, they were worshiping, they were praying. They don't know if God will shake the, the, the ground. They don't know if God will tear off their chains. But they were praising and worshiping even if. Some, some of us here at this pandemic, before the pandemic, grabe ka mag-worship, grabe ka mag-serve. But then, because of this pandemic, hindi mo na nakikita. You stop worshiping, you stop praising. Why? You stop praying. Why? Because of the pandemic in front of you. You know what will shape the world? It's not how loud we live. It's how well we live. Living by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, believing what you are worshiping, believing in what you are praying for. It's not just the words that will uh, make your prayer happen. It's your heart. It's your faith. It's your conviction. Itong si Paul and si Silas, they were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. And all of a sudden, an earthquake breaks out. The prison's doors open. And all the prisoners are set free. You know, this day, I'm speaking freedom in Jesus' name right now. As we pray and as we worship, your prison doors will open. Maybe you're imprisoned to bitterness. Maybe you're imprisoned to addiction. Maybe you're imprisoned to worrying, anxieties. Maybe you're imprisoned to wrong relationships. Maybe you're imprisoned to debts and financial problems. I speak in freedom. 
I speak freedom in Jesus' name. Prison doors are going to open right now in Jesus' name. Come on, claim it in Jesus' name. Come on, give God the best up if you're that, if you're claiming that in Jesus' name. I don't know, church at home, kung ano yung mo right now. If you're going through imprisonment of worries, anxieties, doubt maybe, you're going through, uh, I don't know, but you need to believe right now and to receive this right now that God will break open the prison doors. He will break all the chains that is imprisoning you right now. I'm speaking with freedom in Jesus' name. Sabi sa me, verse 27. Let's go back. Sabi, the jailer woke up. All the while, itong si jailer, itong si warden, natutulog. Siguro nag-Netflix siya, o nag-Facebook siya, nakatulog siya. Sabi rin, the jailer woke up all of a sudden because of this earthquake. And when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself. When I was reading this, he drew his sword to kill the prisoners para ibalik yung mga prisoners. He jumped into conclusion na akala niya yung mga prisoners nakatakas na, nawala na. And that's why he drew the sword. He's, well, he was ready to kill himself. He was already hopeless. He thought that the prisoner, prisoners had escaped. The jailer was about to commit suicide because he was caught sleeping during a prison break. You know, verse 28, sabi ron, Then Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. We are all here. Nandito pa kami. Wait! Don't kill yourself. Don't kill yourself. You know what? Another thing that uh, I saw in this text, in this story, is that God never wants to bless you, to curse somebody else. God never broke Paul and Silas out of jail to get somebody else, itong jailer, in problems, in trouble. Let me say that again. God never wants to bless you to curse somebody else. God wants to bless you to become a blessing. God gives you comfort so you can be a comfort. God gives you joy so you can be joy to others. God lifts you up so you can lift others up. Amen? Because sometimes we are praying, Lord, sana bless mo ko. Lord, sana ganito, sana ganyan. In the... You know, this gospel right now, this story, this gospel of Jesus Christ is being played out in real time as we read this. The love, the grace, the great, the mercy of Jesus Christ is being shown. Oh, what about? What about this jailer? Okay, fine. They were free now. Hallelujah. Praise God. Pero ba para to ngayon jailer na to? Kung lahat sila nag-alisan. We're free, hallelujah. We are singing, we're free. But what about the jailer? Because sometimes we think about ourselves more than anybody else. But God is showing through this story. He is seeing the whole part of the story. He is seeing everybody else and not just you. Because sometimes we are so focused on ourselves. During this pandemic, how many, how many people have you let go? During this pandemic, did you let go of yourself just to save yourself? Sometimes we are so selfish. You're bringing people down just to save yourself. You know, God is showing to us right now. No, no, that's not how we do it. 
That's not the Jesus way. That's not what the gospel is all about. Jesus died for you so that you will be saved. Jesus did not die for you so that you will be saved and others will perish. You need to understand this right now. Ito, itong story ito is about Jesus' love, Jesus' mercy, about Jesus' grace. In the moment that he draw his sword, he's about to kill himself saying, wala na, patay na ako, yari na ako dito. They would hang me for sure. And all of a sudden, sabi ni Paul, sabi ni Silas, wait, don't kill yourself, we're still here. Everybody's still here. Oh, this is amazing. Paul and Silas, we understood. They were Christians. They were following Jesus Christ. They will not do anything to harm other people. Amen. Even, even if, if it's about their blessing, alam mo, iniisip nila, yung ibang tao muna. It's understood about kay Paul at Silas. But what about the other prisoners? But what about those people that are there for a reason? Maybe murderers, rapists, uh, uh, thieves, bad people. You know what? Because of their praise and their worship, maybe they found hope. They found love. They found faith. And instead of running away, pumuga na sila, they stayed behind with Paul and Silas. That's what your praise and prayer does. It's not just about you. It's about the people around you. Yeah, maybe the people who doesn't know Jesus yet, but because of your faith, you know, you are contagious. Yes, kahit na nakamask ka, kahit na naka-face shield ka, your faith will still be contagious. That's how much potent your faith is. Amen? The moment that the jailer understood this, you know what happened to him? He did not say, buti nga sa inyo, okay, balik kayo dyan, balik kayo dyan, niyak niya yung pinto. You know what the jailer did? He was so moved by, by Paul and Silas' mercy and grace that it drove him to his knees. Sombrang natouch. Sobrang na-move with compassion itong jailer na to. Onong verse 29, sabi ron, the jailer called for lights, rushed in and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? You know, I still believe this, that God will use people to save people. What does that mean? The kindness of humanity will turn the hearts of people back to the love of Jesus Christ. God will use you. God will use not just your words, but He will use your actions. Because we always say, action speaks louder than words. You see, it wasn't just the worship service. It wasn't the worship service that Paul and Silas was doing inside of the cell. It's not the jail ministry. It's not the songs that Paul and Silas were singing that changed the jailer. What was it? It was the kindness of a man that brought a man to repentance. The Bible says that it's God's loving kindness that brought us to repentance. Showing empathy to another. It's showing compassion to another. You know, ultimately, yes, Church work, this building is working. Our worship celebration, our live stream is working. But it doesn't stop there. You know, the ultimate, the ultimate, uh, um, kumbaga, hook natin 
to fish for men. It's not the songs that we sing. It's not the name of our church. It's not how good or great our live streaming is. It's your compassion. Your kindness. Say, no, your prayer is that, Lord, I want my family. Lord, I want my, my uh, friends to be saved. It's not going to be your clothes. It's not going to be your words. But it's going to be your actions. It's going to be about your compassion. It's, not, it's, it's going to be about your kindness that will bring them to the knees of Jesus Christ. You know, church, we need to be a church that is filled with compassion, that is filled with empathy, understanding what they are going through. You know why? Because once in your life, you were there in their shoes. Once in your life, you were there dun sa putikan. You were there in the darkness as well. But you know, this crisis is exactly the opportunity that God appointed for all of us to show compassion, to show empathy for those who are needing it. Come on, church. We need to be a compassionate church. Sabi ni Pastor Zeki, was it yesterday or the other day? Sabi niya, if you are no longer affected, you are no longer Effective. If you are no longer affected, let me just uh, go a little bit further with this. If you are no longer affected, you are no longer an effective follower of Jesus Christ. If you, know, if you are no longer moved with compassion, with God's compassion, do you know what? You are no longer following Jesus Christ. There's a story in the Bible when, he, when Jesus got off the boat, Tabiron, he was moved by compassion. Kahit na pagod na pagod na siya. Kahit na may pinagdadaanan siya. Just a couple of hours ago, he, he learned na yung kanyang pinsan, si John the Baptist, was beheaded. Can you imagine the emotions that he was going through? A couple of hours ago, he fed and ministered the 5,000 people or more. And then he went on a trip. Doon sa lake. It was a stormy trip. But still, when he got off the boat, when he saw the people, sabi ni Jesus, like sheep without a shepherd, they were harassed. They were in need. What happened? Jesus was moved with compassion. I believe that's just a story of what Jesus really did on the cross for us. You know, he could have stayed in heaven all the while. Say, we would just create another set of human beings. I will follow us. I will obey us. But you know, He loved us so much that He was moved with compassion. He came from heaven to earth. He suffered. He died just for you because He loved you so much. And He wasn't just saying it. He was showing it. He loved us so much that He showed it to us on that cross. That's why there is the passion of the cross. He was so moved with compassion. In this crisis, this is a great opportunity. Sabi nga, don't waste this opportunity. For what? Hindi lang po para kumita. Hindi lang po para magkaroon ng bagong business. But don't waste this opportunity. Don't waste this crisis to show your compassion to people. Those who are needing your empathy, your compassion. Those who are needing faith, hope, and love right now. 
Don't waste this crisis by just worrying about yourself, about your family, about your business. Be moved by compassion. Sabi ni Jesus, love your neighbor as you love yourself. Sabi niya, be the hands and feet. Be my hands. Be my feet. That's what the church is all about. It's not, a, it's not a club that we sing, where we sing and we eat together. It's not just a community of us. You know, this community has a mission. This community is on a mission. This community is out to show compassion, to show empathy, to show the love, the loving kindness of Jesus Christ. Sabi sa Bible, John 10, 10, that He came to bring life and life to the fullest. Sabi sa Bible that He came to set the captives free. Sabi sa Bible that Jesus came to save the world. That's why He, he built, He established His church to be His hands, to be His feet, to do what He came to do. It's time that we stand up and show our compassion. It's not about the words that we speak. It's not about the songs that we sing. It's about the compassion that we show. It's about the actions that we show people. You see, Paul, see, Silas was showing how kind and gracious God is in their lives. They, were, they weren't just singing. They weren't just praying. But they were actually doing something. Can you imagine if si Paul and Silas were immature in their faith? They wouldn't even think twice to leave their jail cell. Right? Like most Christians nowadays. The first thing that uh, they let go was Jesus, was God. The very first thing that they let go no dumating yung pandemic was obeying God. But yung si Paul and si Silas they looked at the jailer and showed compassion. And as the jailer experienced firsthand this compassion, this love, this hope, this faith, this grace, he asked, what must, what must I do to be saved? And the, and the good thing about Paul and Silas is that Paul and Silas gave him the most simplest of answers to faith. Hindi niya pinaligoy-ligoy pa. Hindi niya na pinahirapan pa yung, yung jail seller. Hindi niya sinabing, alright, ito gawin mo. Kailangan makatapos ang life class. Kailangan makatapos ang school of leaders 1, 2, and 3. Kailangan mong magbigay ng gantong amount of money. Kailangan mo laging umaaten every Sunday so that you can be saved. Anong sinabi ni Paul and ni Silas? Sabi sa verse 31, let's go back to that verse. They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved. That's it. Yun la? What does that mean? Sabi ni Paul and Silas, just say yes to Jesus Christ. That's it. Did not, they did not make Christianity complex. Hindi na pag ginawang complicated. Hindi na sinabi, alright, do this and do that. Alright, here's a set of rules. Ito ang kailangan mong gawin. 1,000. Of commandments. Just believe. Just say yes to Jesus Christ. You know, nowadays, Christians today made it so hard for other followers to follow Jesus Christ. Ano pang pinahihirapan? Alam mo yun? Yung si simpleng ibig sabihin lang, pinalalalim pa. Oh, you need to use these words. If you're not going to use these words, then you're not using or you're not giving out the right gospel of Jesus Christ. 
Grabe. Ang dami ng mga words na pinagagamit. Oh, you're, you're saying it wrong. You need to say it like I do. No. Life is already complicated. Amen? Life is already hard. But you know, following Jesus, it's so simple. Sabi lang, just believe in Jesus Christ. That's it. Just put your faith. Ang hirap na nga nun eh. Trusting God. Right? Tapos pahihirapan pa natin. Alright, kailangan maging King James Version ka. Come on. A lot of people are saying, you're not saved. Why? Because you did not hear the right gospel. Because your pastor is not using the right words. The right meaning. Because it's not... Kasi hindi siya nakatapos ng Bible school. Or you're not saved. You're following a, a false teacher. Come on. Let's not make it hard. It's so simple. Paul himself, one of the top uh, teachers of the law in his days, following Jesus Christ, when the jailer asked, what must we do? Anong sabi niya? Just believe. And you will be saved. Sabi nung jailer, what? Yun lang? It's that easy? I don't need to pay anything. I don't need, I don't need to go in the street. Pahirapan yung sarili ko. Hampasin, papako sa cross. Sabi ni, sabi ni Paul, no. It's that easy. Just believe. Just put your trust in Jesus Christ. Sabi ng jailer, wow. Kung ganun lang pala kadali yan, pwede bang samahan mo ako sa bahay ko? Pwede bang sabihin mo din yan sa mga, sa mga anak ko, sa asawa ko? Doon sa mga kapitbahay ko? The jailer invited Paul and Silas to this house. And you know what happened? The whole house were baptized and were saved. Maybe you're here for the first time. Maybe the second time. Kaya nabanggit ko na to. Let me encourage you today that if you just put your trust in Jesus, that if you just believe in Him, that if you just put your life in Him and follow Him and obey Him and your household, you and your household will be saved. Jesus doesn't just want to save you. He wants your family. He wants to save your whole neighborhood. He wants to save your children, your future children, your children's children, and the next generation. That's how much Jesus loves you. That is a promise from God. Sabi sa may verse 33, let's continue reading, sabi, At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately, he and all his household were baptized. Could you please type in the comment section right now, sabi mo, baptized. Well, what does that mean, baptized? What is baptism means? Baptism is a public declaration of an inward confession. That if you say that I'm going to follow Jesus Christ, you need to show it. Again, it's not about your words, it's about your actions. What does that mean? The old you is gone and the new, the new you has come. It's a declaration. Bago na ako. From now on, I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. That's what baptism is all about. Maybe right now, we're not doing this yet because of this pandemic, but sooner or later, you know, sa swimming pool naman, basta maraming chlorine, patay ang COVID. <laughs> Maybe one of these days, we can do this. But if you just believe in Jesus Christ and just declare that I, will be, I want to be baptized, I want to declare to the whole world, I'm going to follow Jesus Christ from this day on. We will do it for you because that's what the Bible is saying. Believe and be baptized. Amen? What does baptism really means? Yung pagnilubog ka, ipag ka, it's a symbolism of you dying to yourself. And as, he, as, as 
as your pastor or as your leader raise you up from the water, it means bago ka na. It's declaration. The old me has gone. And this is the new me. I'm going to follow Jesus Christ. Amen? I believe that's the greatest miracle. It's not the earthquake. It's not the prison doors flinging open. It's not the chains out of earth we biglang nag-tear up, nag-tear down. It's not that. That's not the greatest miracle of this story. It's not even the freedom of the prisoners. But you know what? The greatest miracle of this story is the salvation of this one jailer. Amen? Well, what does that mean? It's not about your blessings. It's not about your comfort. It's not about your promotion. It's not about new client deals after new client deals. It's not about you. It's about someone getting saved. That is the greatest miracle that God is showing us in this story. And I believe that is the greatest miracle that God wants to work through you. Not just in you, but through you. God wants to save somebody through your blessings, through your comfort, through your promotions, through your new client deals. Come on. Your blessings, your comfort, your promotions, your new client deals are all worthless if nobody else is getting saved by it. Come on. Let me ask you this question. Yes, you've been blessed. So you know you're blessed right now. God is blessing you. Let me ask you, is somebody being saved because of your blessing? Come on. Yeah, comfortable ka ngayon sa buhay mo. Hallelujah. Because nakapag-save up ka, because maybe God get, uh, bless you with this wisdom, that during, before the pandemic, nakapag-save up ka right now, you're living a comfortable life. But let me ask you, is somebody else being saved because of your comfort? Maybe during this 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 pandemic, nakapagbuo ka ng bagong business mo. Hallelujah. Praise God. But let me ask you, doon ba sa bagong business mo, meron bang naligtas? Meron bang nakakilala sa Panginoon? Meron bang bagong buhay na nagbago? Come on. What are the miracles you are praying for, you are praising for during this pandemic? Ito si Paul, si Silas, they weren't praying and they, were, they weren't praising for results. But you know what? They were praying and praising for a reason. What is that reason? For the goodness and the grace and the love and the hope of Jesus Christ. Amen? That's what they were praying and praising for because they know that God is good, that God is great, that God's faithfulness is great. And it's always there. It never changes. God's promise is always there. That's why Paul and Silas was praising. They were praising and worshiping. They were praying in the midnight hour. A lot of people were listening. Here comes the earthquake. Door open. The chains were broken. They were free. They stayed. They still worship. They still prayed. Yung jailer was about to kill himself because akala niya, wala na yung mga tao, nag-alisa na yung mga, yung mga prisoners. And sabi ni Paul, no, don't kill yourself. Everybody's here. And then the jailer, 
He came doon kay Paul sa kay Silas, emotional and all. Maybe thanking God, thank you, you're still here. What must I do to be saved? Sabi ni Paul ni Silas, just believe. Then you and your household will be saved. Here is the miracle. Go back to that verse. I think it was verse 36, the last verse that we were. Sabi ron. Sabi ron. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. And immediately, he and all his households were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. The jailer was washing their wounds. They were feeding them food. You know what I loved about people getting saved? The best thing about salvation is the joy of salvation. Come on, could you please type it in the comment section right now? The joy of salvation. That's the best thing about following Jesus Christ. Having the joy of salvation. The how can I help mentality. Alam mo yun? Sinita meron kang, or nalala mo yung sarili mo. Maybe a few years ago, maybe a few months ago, maybe just a few days ago, the person that you met, Jesus Christ, sobrang active ka. What can I do? Right? Nag-invite ka agad ng classmates mo, nag-invite ka agad ng mga kaibigan mo, ng mga kapatid mo. Why? Because you are so excited. We call that the joy of salvation. Alam mo yung mga bagong, bagong uh, ligtas, yung bago kakakala sa Panginoon, they want to serve. What can I do? How can I help? Amen? The question for those who has been saved a long, long time ago, let me ask you, where has your serving gone? Saan napunta yung serving mo? Saan napunta yung serving mo? Saan napunta yung compassion mo sa tao? Sabi sa Psalms chapter 51 verse 12, Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and make me willing to obey you. Maybe you've just been going through the motions right now. The motions of being a Christian. Yeah, maybe you're serving. Trying to serve God. You know, you're not serving the church. You're not just serving the building. You're not serving the live stream. You are serving the people. Maybe you're just you you're just been going through the motion of being a Christian. You don't want to serve anymore. I don't want to follow Jesus anymore. I don't want to do discipleship anymore. I don't want to give no more. I don't want to help no more. You know what you need right now? You need the you need the faith of the jailer today. You need a new salvation right now. Maybe you say I don't want to serve. I'm worried about myself, about my family. Dami ko na ang problema, isasama ko pa yung problema ng ibang tao. Hindi ko na ang maserve yung sarili kong family. Serve ko ba yung ibang tao? Serve ko pa yung cell group ko, yung life group ko. Let me tell you right now, what you need 
You need the faith of the Jacob. You need a new salvation right now. You need to be fixed once again that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. You need to be excited once again that Jesus died on the cross for your sins. You were once dead and now you're alive again. You need to be remembered. You need to remember once again that you were blind and now Jesus opened your eyes. You were lost. Now you are found. Just thinking about, you know, just thinking about how God rescued me from a life of brokenness a few years ago. Just waiting for God to get me. Lord, kunin mo na lang ako. Wala na magandang mangyayari sa buhay ko right now. I don't want to do anything else. I was just laying down doon sa kama ko, about to die, wishing that I'm going to die, wishing that I want to die, broken, in pain. You know what God did for me? Did not think twice. He pulled me out, and now I'm living a life filled with faith, filled with hope, and filled with love. And you know, just thinking about that, it makes me want to serve God more and more and more. And no matter what circumstances I'm facing right now, you're not the only one who's going through problems. You're not the only one who was worrying about your family, about yourself, about your business, about everything in this world. You're not the only one. I'm going through it as well. But you know what? Because of what Jesus has done in me, what Jesus has done in my life, I'm not going to think twice to stand up here and say to you that Jesus loves you. I'm not going to think twice and let you feel that God loves you so much. No matter, no matter the circumstances that I am, that I'm in, I'm going to serve God. Maybe right now, you're stuck in yourself right now. You're stuck doing sa problema mo. You can't see past through it. You know what you need right now? You need to ask God to restore the joy of your salvation. You need to ask God, Lord, let me go back to the beginning. Let me go back to the first moment that I met you. Let me feel once again this joy that I felt when I first met you. Ask God to restore the joy of your salvation. You won't sing and pray like Paul and Silas did in the jail cell. You won't serve and like the jailer who just got served. The only way that you will get through this is with Jesus Christ. You, you've lost your joy of your salvation. Today, this day, Rededicate your life to Jesus Christ. Just say, the Lord, restore unto me the joy of my salvation and renew the right spirit, the spirit to obey you, the spirit to serve you, the spirit to show my compassion to everyone, the spirit that will get me through my worries and my problems, Lord. I will end with this verse. You're feeling weak right now. Maybe you're feeling the guilt right now, but let me tell you this. He said, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made weak, was made perfect in your witnesses. If you felt weak right now, put your faith in Jesus. 
rededicate your life once again. I'm talking to you right now. For those mga life group leaders na let go, stop following Jesus. Stop serving Jesus. Because of the worries, because of the problems na inaharap mo, God is calling you back. God is saying, come on, follow me once again. You won't get through this alone. You need me, Jesus is saying. You need me. You need Jesus right now. Maybe for this pandemic, for eight months, maybe, you've let go. You start following. You stop following. You stop serving. You stop caring. You stop loving. You stop being compassionate. Time to rededicate, rededicate your life to Jesus right now. And as we sing this, declare it. Lord, I'm putting my faith in you. I'm putting my faith in you, Lord. God has never let you down. He has saved you. He said that and He did that. He is faithful. So in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of your crisis, your problems right now, God is telling you, go back. Remember how I saved you. I have never let you down and I will never start now. I am your anchor. Put your life in me. Not in your house. Not in your family. Not even in your community. Not in your business. But put your life in me right now. This is how you will get through this. Come on, as we declare once again, Lord, I put my faith in Jesus. I put my I faith. Put my 
Peter, Paul, and Silas and let's go back are being opened. Chains are falling. Your family is being saved as you sing, as you pray, and as you praise to God. And as you declare your, your faith in God once again. His love, of His mercy. Just as the sun is always rising, surely that's how God is faithful to you. He never stops. for reminding us once again of your great faithfulness of your plans for our lives of your promises for us Lord and if we would just believe we and our households will be saved Lord Lord you have never let us down and we believe God that you will never start now you will always be faithful God and Lord patawarin niyo po kami Panginoon and because of this pandemic because of this crisis because of these problems we have doubted you God and we have stopped serving you. We have stopped loving the people that you have loved. And Lord, even right now, God, renew the joy of your salvation in us, Lord. Just like this jailer, you were so happy and excited and eager to serve. Lord, even right now, I, I pray, God, that you restore the life group leaders right now na the life group leaders right now Panginoon that have let go of their faith that stop believing if you are watching right now and that is you I want you to profess your faith to God one more time hey, Lord I will follow you Lord I will believe in you Lord I'm going to put my life in you come on if that is you stand up just raise up your hands right now and just say to God, Lord, restore me. Restore me once again. I know you have great plans for us. You have great plans for us. Let your will be done. Restore me. Restore me, Lord, in Jesus' name. Come on, begin to receive this restoration right now. God has forgiven you. God has forgiven you. And God is saying to you, my promise still stands. Your calling still stands. Your anointing is still here. I'm going to let through you. I'm going to break down prison doors. I'm going to break down the, the, the chains of people around you. And people will be saved. Family will be saved through you and through your life. 
it's time that you stand back up again. Stand back up again. And walk with Jesus once again. Lord, maraming maraming salamat, Panginoon, for your love, for your grace, for your faithfulness, for your hope, for your faith, Lord. I pray, God, that these cell leaders, these people, your followers, God, will start serving you once again. And as we serve you, as we love you, Lord, Lord, I pray that your compassion will be overflowing in us, God. That people around us will start worshiping and praising and praying as well. That their prison doors will open. That their chains will be broken. And they will be free, Lord. Use each and every one of us, God. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Come on, if you believe it and if you receive it, say amen, amen, and amen. Come on, give God the best love. Thank you for taking the time to listen. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe to our podcast channel for past episodes.